Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Gateway Rescue Mission, meeting the physical and spiritual needs of the homeless right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Check us out at www.gatewaymission.org. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert, along with Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Welcome back. Morning there, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. I trust your birthday, your time off. We're good. Oh, yeah. Nice and relaxing. I got to unplug and pay zero attention to the wild world of politics or <laughs> really anything that would get your dander up. I, I got to spend time with friends. I got to see some family with my older brother and my oldest wonder niece coming into town on their way to a concert in New Orleans and then on the way back. And I even got to have my favorite pie because my wonder niece was nice <laughs> enough to make me a chocolate chess pie and bring it. Ah, chocolate chess, your oh, favorite. Yeah. Okay. So... Your niece made it? She made it using my mom's old recipe. I That's kind of a hard uh, deal to make it. Yeah, she's, uh, she's had a few mix-ups where uh, using the wrong type of flour <laughs> or following in her dad's footsteps, my older brother's footsteps, of accidentally using confectioner's sugar instead of flour. So we've had some experiments, but this was a really good pie, and it actually, I have one piece left. It, it's lasted longer than I thought it would. Well... You know, I know the great JT was an outstanding chef, cook. I have zero cooking ability. But I'm just going to throw this out there. Isn't flour one of those ingredients that you can really mess up or can mess up the final result if you don't do it just right? Oh, yeah, because, I mean, there's a big difference in the end result, whether you use all-purpose flour or self-rising flour. Okay. So you got to know what you're doing, in other words. Oh, yeah, and that's and just you... basic flours. That doesn't even get into the, the crazy stuff like oh, rice geez. flour or oat flour or any of those other strange ones that some people use to uh, okay. great effect. I've never had any luck. You're well over my head now. I can't eat, though. <laughs> we appreciate uh, you joining us today, folks. We've got Dane Maxwell coming on. He's on at 11.20 today. I apologize. I produced my video this morning, and I said 10.20, so I apologize for that. It is 11.20, and that is right after he will be coming, I think, direct from a hearing scheduled for today. We discussed it last week at 10 a.m. this morning. That hearing, of course, is in regards to recently adopted net metering rules by the PSC. And so Commissioner Dane Maxwell, he, of course, represents the Southern District 
for the PSC. He's going to be in the studio at 11.20, and he'll give us an update fresh from the meeting on how all that goes. It's a public hearing, actually. Now, I'm not sure, but are they scheduled maybe to take another vote after the hearing? I'm not sure. I've got some notes that suggest that, but we'll see. We've got uh, Commissioner Maxwell coming on, excited about that. And then at uh, 12.05, Grant Callen, founder and CEO of Empower Mississippi, he's going to be talking to us today about a bit of disappointment for the school choice movement. Five applications for new charter schools were, in fact, submitted to the Charter School Authorizer Board here in, in Mississippi, and only one made the cut. So we're only going to get one new charter school approved of the five applications submitted. So Grant will tell us uh, about that and give us some uh, insight into what is going on there. Big news on the weather. First, it's gorgeous here. Much deserved. Bit of fall uh, tinge in the air, as they say. Really nice, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Overnight lows for a big chunk of the Magnolia State are in the 50s or lower now. Man, how about that? We've uh, been awaiting it anxiously because it uh, it's been a hot first three weeks of the month here in the month of September, which, of course, most of which is still part of summer. We have crossed over the autumnal equinox last week, so... We should have some autumnal, right, as a result of that. But down there in Florida, that ain't looking too good. Man. Yeah, it's uh, it's already whipping up Cuba right now. Yeah, and headed north-northwest. Latest storm track has it lashing uh, the coast, the east, excuse me, the west coast of Florida and in the Tampa areas where there's a, a lot of concern because there's a lot yeah, of people that live Gulf around side there. and Panhandle. But it looks like maybe it's headed straight for the Big Bend at this point and then just plowing through. It's also slowed down a bit. That is concerning, of course, the forecasters because once the storm enters the warmer waters there in the Gulf, it picks up steam. It uh, d- derives power and energy from the warm water, and there ain't no shear to take care of it down there. So we got an eye on that. And that's Hurricane Ian, of course. Little, little, I would say a little late in the season, but I guess not. I know we were still smack dab in the middle of hurricane season. I just generally don't think about them coming this late in September. Possible, of course, I understand. I don't know that there's expected to be any impact on Mississippi except maybe a little bit of wind on the Gulf Coast is what I'm hearing forecasted. Yeah, a little wind, a little precipitation from some of the outer rain bands, but thankfully the models have moved it to the east yeah. away from the the few models that were showing it going to touch the Magnolia State. And if you're out and about right now in the Magnolia State, you're likely seeing bucket trucks and power companies and the like on their way through the Magnolia State to Florida in preparation. Yeah. I saw reports where there were trucks from Texas, Louisiana, and Oklahoma all spotted on Magnolia State highways headed east. Yeah. God bless them, and, and let's just hope for the best here that the storm is uh, not too destructive. The big concern with this one is the storm surge. Expecting 10-foot storm surge 
around the west coast of Florida, about at the midway point. So that is of concern for sure, storm surge. More so a concern than a wind, so more of a rain and surge event is kind of what the forecasters are, are talking about. Yeah, you get the, the wind speeds up there north of 150, 200 miles an hour. It can do a lot of damage, but when a wall of water 10 feet high comes into town, that's a lot of mass. No doubt about it. It's a lot of stuff around and causes a lot of destruction. Yeah, no doubt about it. So we've also got going on here uh, in the Element Well Studios, I wanted to talk about NASA celebrating a bit of a victory. You seen this where they have succeeded in testing the first planetary defense system is what they're referring to it as. They they launched this spacecraft and they targeted an asteroid in order to change its orbit. And I could not help but laugh at the way the headline read from the AP it seems like they, they couldn't help but frame it in a certain way. What's that? For the, the link that you could click from the Associated Press to watch it happen live. Watch live! A <laughs> NASA spacecraft is set to slam a harmless asteroid 7 million miles away in an unprecedented rehearsal for when a killer rock might menace the Earth. Which they say may not happen like for hundreds of years, but we're going ahead and getting ahead of this thing now. Right? I mean, that's what I read. Like hundreds of years, maybe, before this is even... A possibility but yeah they captured it I'm looking at it right now the video how crazy is that oh yeah I believe the spacecraft was traveling at a uh, a paltry turtle like 14 miles per hour right yeah once you get out into space the speeds can get a little ridiculous <laughs> so it was a 10-month mission 10 months and a camera mounted, of course, on the uh, spacecraft. Uh, it's referred to as a DART acronym, all caps, DART. Double Asteroid Redirection Test. That's what they called it. And to put it in perspective, the math required to make a shot like that over 10 months would be the equivalent of you set up a, a skeet shooting apparatus. You got the, the clay thrower, you got the shotgun, except you don't get to hold the shotgun. You tie a string to the trigger of the shotgun, then you got to figure out at what point you can pull the trigger to get the skeet that's going to launch at some point in the next hour or so. <laughs> it's insane the math that it takes to get that far out. It's fascinating. But I, I think it's uh, it, it speaks to just how far advanced we've come with that sort of calculation, extrapolation. Here again is where the old quanti, uh, quantum computer would come in handy in producing these sorts of calculations. We've uh, actually gotten out over our skis from NASA. There's a funny story about how they're looking at building rockets, big, powerful rockets. And they've got the blueprints for the big rockets that sent us to the moon. But we don't have the engineer's notes for how they fixed all the little niggling problems. And <laughs> it took years of computers to figure out, oh, wait, you can't do it exactly like the blueprint. you got to fudge it just a smidge. Unbelievable. We're going to take a break right here. Got an update just uh, while, we were, uh, while you were talking here about Hurricane Ian. And we're in the Element Well Studios. We're coming right back.
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the 163rd Mississippi State Fair in Jackson, October 6th through 16th. There'll be music, food, rides, and games for the whole family. This year, we're going to have great live music, all free with the price of admission. Come on out to experience Scotty McCreary, David Lee Murphy, Midnight Star, B.O.B., and Bobby Rush. You can also enjoy daily shows from local entertainers on the main stage. It's all waiting for you at the Mississippi State Fair, October 6th through 16th. I'll see you there. Hello, Mississippi. This is Dr. Gary Jones, CEO of Vantage Health Plan. Back in 1994, I started Vantage with a group of local doctors who believe that patient health, your health, is our top priority. That's why Vantage makes it easy for you to get the care you need with quality, affordable health insurance that puts you first. I know it's not what you usually expect from a health plan, but now you can. Visit VantageHealthPlan.com for more information. Vantage Health Plan, the freedom to live a healthy life. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also so follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Double here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are once again in the Element Well Studios. Did have a question on the ceasefire text line if we're going to be at cruising the coast next week, and uh, the answer is yes, we are. We are going to be at cruising the coast. Ricky and Jackson wanted to know about that. Going to be broadcasting live. Looking forward to that. What a blast that was last year. We just uh, had Woody on, executive director, talking about that last week and expecting a big crowd, big show, and a big event. Just such a great way to showcase the state of Mississippi, and in particular, the beautiful Gulf Coast of the state of Mississippi. So we're looking forward to being a part of the big show down there. So you know about this uh, rather conservative populist candidate, Georgiana Maloney, recently elected over there in Italy, which was pretty much headed full-throated into socialism, as has been the case for most of Europe. But I think the people said enough. What has been fascinating, folks, and I know probably most people listening or watching don't tune in to MSNBC and CNN and some of the left-wing news outlets. I do because I'm always fascinated to learn what are they thinking? What floats their boat? And it's you could say it's painful. I, you know, during the last couple of presidential cycles, I tuned in faithfully to every campaign speech by the last time by Joe Biden, and prior to that, the debates, the Democratic debates. And then in the 2016 cycle, Hillary and her speeches. And folks would ask me, why, why do you do that? Why, why do you put yourself through that misery? And, and really it's because I, I feel like that in order to understand how to effectively compete and win over the competition, and yeah, politics is competition. It's, it's a win-lose deal. you got to know about them. You need to understand what their thinking is, try to pick up on what at least the public perceives as their strengths and possibly their vulnerabilities, their weaknesses, so you can address them. Because, honestly, you're trying to capture the hearts and minds of the electorate so as to get them to vote for you. That's the idea. But what we have now in this country is, to some extent, I think to a, a large extent, both sides dismiss the other. They're just idiots. Both sides. And so what happens is, you pretty much got everybody just hunkered down. I'm in this camp, I'm in that camp, and you've got this small fraction that are in the middle, that can kind of go either way on any given election. And that's where the elections are won and lost. In the case of the president, it's a handful of counties in about five states. That's where the elections won or lost from an electoral vote perspective. Because for the most part, most of the states are in the books before they ever cast a ballot. You can already count on right now, California, New York, Illinois, for example, Washington, Oregon, New Jersey, go through the list, Massachusetts, they're going blue. And you can kind of draw a circle around the southeast 
And at least for now, Texas and although Florida has been in play the last couple of times, you could kind of draw a circle around those and say, they're going red. Then you got the four or five that, oh no, that's where it's won or lost. This is why so much money pours into those states, and in particular, a few counties in those states. So I think it behooves anyone who is competing to do their best research and spend some time understanding what are they thinking? What do their constituents think? What do they like? And try to counter that and understand, because that's just reality. Well, here comes Italy and this conservative populist, Georgiana Maroni, her name. Wow! Incredible. What's incredible, and I wish I had a montage of it, Rhino, because I've watched in the wake of that election, I've tuned into some MSNBC, the various shows and CNN, if I had a dime for every time they said the word fascism, I'd be a gazillionaire. Where? How do we get to that point? So now you automatically describe the the folks on the right, radical fascist. Oh my gosh, it's it's Mussolini all over again. That's what they're saying. They're comparing this lady, 44, 45 years old, to Mussolini simply because. She has espoused the virtues of what she says made her country powerful, the country of Italy. Obviously, very powerful nation. And she says, yeah, it's, it's God. It's, it's family. It's freedom. And, and it's, uh, it's country. And so just by saying that, family in particular drives them crazy. They seek to destroy the concept of the nuclear family. How many examples have we shared here on this show where that's happening in our schools? Can't say mother, father, right? The nuclear family, you might offend somebody. Stuff like that. But she stands up and tells her fellow countrymen, yeah, family is pretty important. Makes a difference. Makes us stronger makes us more prosperous, makes us safer. Duh! She says that. And the fools over there at MSNBC, what a fascist! Because, you see, what she said, which was so good and so eloquent, is what they want us to do is lose our individual identity. And it goes back to the first dang example we shared about the, and I keep bringing this up because it, it is, I think it's so instructive, the Sandia Labs Corporation, which builds this company's nuclear arsenal, right after the George Floyd incident, they see fit to hire these goofy DEI consultants, pay them a fortune, and they require all of their management to go off-site, and they start indoctrinating them into this Marxist crap. Rugged individualism, can-do attitude, oh no, those are elements of white supremacy. Family, no, that, that is a, that's an element as well of systemic racism. And this lady pulls no punches and she says they seek to tear down your identity of what we are and who we are. 
We're about God, family, and country. And goofy old Joe Scarborough, it's a fascist. It's the reincarnation of Benito Mussolini. So I just sent Rhino some photos, and i got to give you a little story, a background on this. And Rhino, if you'd post those, that'd be great. So I, I know I've shared the story of my mother working in a photo finishing processing plant down in New Orleans, where my parents were from. In World War II, my father, off in the Pacific Theater in the United States Coast Guard, was a helmsman. And as you can imagine, the soldiers in country would send their, their film to be developed back stateside. And my mother was developing some photos and was astonished. First, there was photos of the liberation of concentration camps. And they're horrific. These are, I have these photos. They're in a safety deposit box. They've been passed down to me in my family, and I'll pass them down to my children. But they sat there for well over a year, and nobody claimed them. And so the owner of the photo finishing shop asked my mother if she'd like to have them. And, and if they came to claim them, she would keep them. And if they came to claim them, okay, no problem. They're yours, obviously. But nobody ever came, and so she retained them and I think just had kind of the, the premonition and the instinct to do that, and they're incredible. But I just sent Rhino some photos that I'm going to talk about, and it pertains to this recent election of Georgiana Maloney in Italy, who's being described as another Mussolini. Stay with us. ZZ Top bumping us out of this segment here. We're in the Element Well Studios. We're coming right back. On the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high to 81. Tonight, clear skies and cool, low around 56. Your Wednesday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 79. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 53. And for your Thursday, sunny conditions, high only to 79. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. 
in Mississippi, fall means cooler temperatures, football, and hunting season. It also means amazing rebates from Browning Safe Company. But not just any rebate, triple rebates. Security Joe with Discount Gun Safe says it's time to save big now on a new Browning Safe for your home or office. From now till the end of September, purchase a new in-stock Browning Safe and receive a rebate for $150, $225, or $300. That's triple the savings on Mississippi's number one choice of gun safes. Just think of what you can do with that extra money. Come visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, and browse from over 200 safes. Planning on building a safe room in your next dream house? Check out the Browning Fire Rated and FEMA Approved Vault Door on display at Discount Gun Safe. If you need your new safe delivered and installed, their licensed and discreet delivery can do it for as little as $100. That's Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's Baroni's Tree Pros. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. Hurricane Ian made landfall in Cuba earlier this morning as a Category 3 storm and is now en route to Florida. Meteorologist Janice Dean with the latest. Major Hurricane Ian will make landfall across west-central Florida Wednesday into Thursday. This incredibly dangerous storm will slow down and bring life-threatening storm surge, heavy rain, and extreme flooding along the coast and inland. Tornadoes will be possible and widespread power outages as well. Preparations need to be completed. Evacuations should be heated. This could be the worst-case scenario for the Tampa area. Upon landfall in the U.S., Ian is expected to continue north, bringing residual rains and winds to the Mississippi Gulf Coast by Thursday. And Ole Miss will debut its real tree-themed helmets this Saturday versus Kentucky. The design was originally teased by head coach Lane Kiffin over the summer. Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings. Sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Every day, be sure to catch the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, greatness starts with the 2023 Ford F-150. Winning requires the right game plan, like the impressive towing and payload you will only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com for details. And don't miss the college football fix. In a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. 
Attention, adoring fans. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Middays from the Element Wealth Studios, Super Talk Mississippi. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. And don't forget the Sanderson Farms Championship. Yep, it's here. Coming up this week, Sports Talk Mississippi. They're going to be at the Country Club of Jackson on Wednesday, tomorrow, and Thursday. And then the Gallo Show and Middays are going to be out there on Friday. Swing into the Sanderson Farms Championship for a good time and a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Children's Hospital of Mississippi. For more info, go to sandersonfarmschampionship.com. All right. So, was just talking about what I think is truly a transformational moment. This election of Georgia, I I mispronounced her name, I apologize. I said Georgiana. Georgia, G-I-O-R-G-I-A. Maloney. A 40-something-year-old conservative populist who just lays it on the line. Honestly, I watched a little speech from her, and I thought, you know, this is what we need to be hearing here in these United States. And uh, I've got one here that's in in Italian, of course, her native language. She also speaks English. Most Europeans do. And I'm just going to read the speech. I'm watching it. I'm going to read it. There are some captions in English that translate. But just get a feel for her views. And then I'm going to talk about Benito Mussolini. A truly a fascist, a fascist. She says, this is about what we are doing here today. Why is the family an enemy? Why is the family so frightening? There is a single answer to all these questions. Because it defines us. Because everything that defines us is now an enemy for those who would like us to no longer have an identity and to simply be perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity, they attack religious identity, they attack gender identity, family identity. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian, woman, mother, no! I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two. I must be a number. Because when I am only a number, when I no longer have an identity, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators, the perfect consumer. Dang, that is so perfect. You know, so many times we've said on the program, what they seek is for us all to just be grouped into these indiscernible blobs. You're just a whatchamacallit thing. 
No personal identity. They don't even give credence to the idea that God made us all different, unique, with unique strengths and liabilities. It's part of being human. So we work to perfect those strengths. We work to improve our liabilities and dispel them. She just lays it on the line. We need that in this country. Seriously. And you got crazy Scarborough and MSNBC. Man, what they're out there saying is that the pop this populist rage sweeping across Europe is just like the 2016 US elections. A populist rage just because you advocate for country, for family, and if you support this notion of returning America to the principles that made it great, that's where the Make, American great, uh, Make America Great Again slogan came from. It's not populist rage, but that's what they want you to think. Oh, it's white supremacy, xenophobia. What does that got to do with it? It's not about race. It's not about all this other-ism stuff. It's about being safe, being prosperous, being a sovereign nation. And that's what she's talking about. And renewing the virtue of the traditional family. How is that rage? I don't get it. Is there any greater love on this planet? That within than within the nuclear family? I, I just I simply don't understand it. So I was talking about my mother who worked in this photo finishing shop, and along come through to be developed some film of liberation of concentration camps. Hor horrific photos, folks. But also included was scenes, three photos that I have. I just sent to Rhino. I think he may have published it. That, those are pictures, if you go to our, our site, those are pictures of a fascist, Benito Mussolini, who was such a fascist, fascist and so oppressive, so cruel and brutal to his own countrymen, all because of his lust for power. Right? Big buddies with Adolf Hitler. That's what that was all about. Well, these scenes, uh, i got to warn you, they're a bit graphic. And usually, if you put them on social media, they'll blank them out, and you've got to click understanding that you accept that they are graphic. But they show, they depict Benito in a wooden, small wooden casket. And you can tell he's been beat to a pulp by his own people. And there's a priest, it looks like, at the foot of the casket. And whomever's taking that picture, I'm telling you, is two feet from the foot of the casket, looking down on the body, with the casket open, of course. And he's laying on, looks like straw. Hey, now I'm not sure, Rhino, and you may know, I, my dad said that, that when you're buried in an undersized casket, my dad being the Italian, that was a sign of disrespect. 
So you can tell, right? You can tell his shoulders are touching the sides. I mean, kind of collapsing them a bit just for him to fit in that casket. It's a plain wooden casket with hay underneath it that he's laying on. There's another one that shows him and his henchmen. Little, little, uh, the view is a little further from out. And then there's another one that's fascinating, and that's at street level when the people of Italy, whom he oppressed, whom he drug into that war, it's him, his wife, his henchmen, four or five of them there, hanging in the street, upside down, tied at the feet, and it's at the sort of headshot level, and you can see it. And what they did is hung them up and beat them and spit on them and did everything else in their culture to demean them and ridicule them because of what they did to the country. Now, I, I talk about this because the folks at MSNBC and the liberal media are comparing this lady to this guy. To this guy. So do they think that... In a few years, because she's promoting the ideas and she intends to govern consistent with country, God, and family, that they're going to hang her up and beat her and spit on her? I mean, right? That would be the equivalent. The problem is the left and Democrats have spent the better part of three decades redefining and recontextualizing labels for their political opponents and misusing them to the point where words no longer have meaning. You're right about that. You're so right about that. It, you, you have discounted, you have diluted the meaning of what are powerful words. You got Hillary Clinton recently, right, calling the, those who are so-called MAGA Republicans as Nazis. And in this case, if we got some sound, I'm not sure you have it ready yet, MSNBC, here you go, this is what we're talking about as I look at Europe, is that now for 20 or 30 years, you've had a movement by ordinary Europeans who say, I'm not comfortable being governed from Brussels. I don't want to give up my country. I don't, I don't want to be part of something that's supernational. Every time that's put to a test with voters in France, where they were asked to, to support uh, the new European constitution, they rejected it. In Britain, Britain was so angry about the European Union, it, it left the European Union. And, and similarly now in Italy, uh, the biggest appeal that Giorgio Maloney, the head of this uh, new coalition, has is, is saying, we're not comfortable being governed by Brussels. Uh, we're Italians, we, uh, even to the point of saying we may not want to use the euro as our, as our money. That's not a new theme in Europe. It's one that's been building and building. And to some extent, it's because the people in Brussels who are part of the European Union just don't listen to ordinary folks. I hate to say that, but that's a part of the story we should remember. So that's Washington Post columnist David Ignatius on Morning Joe with Joe Scarborough, and he's just aggravating Joe there. Because he's basically saying, yeah, they're tired of taking instructions and being governed by the EU. We're coming right back on Midday. Stay with us. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janney King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janney King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. 
go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from experience. Believe me, you need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is the opening agri-market report. The open the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 85 to 89.22. March cotton was up 86 to 86.80. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up 14 and a half to 14.25 and three quarters per bushel. January soybeans were up 13 and a half to 14.29 and three quarters per bushel. December corn was up six and a quarter to 6.72 and a half per bushel. March corn was up six and a half to 6.77 and a quarter per bushel. But the mercantile December live cattle was down 52 to 146.82. February live cattle was down 30 to 151.15. November feeders down 87 to 176.17. January feeders down 85 to 176.87. At the open, the Dow Jones up 251 points, 29,513. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Today, I want to talk about a very specific soybean. It's an Enlist E3 soybean, but not just any Enlist E3 soybean. Uh, let me pull over. I'm at a Pioneer test plot near Portageville, Missouri. This field is dedicated to studying new Pioneer brand A-series Enlist E3 soybeans. What makes these soybeans special? Because instead of the standard germplasm that is in most Enlist E3 soybeans, Pioneer brand A-series Enlist E3 soybeans have exclusive and elite germplasm. Obviously, when we're talking about germplasm, you can't see that with the naked eye. That's why Pioneer has test plots like this one all over the country to see how their exclusive germplasm performs in the real world. And so far, their performance is impressive. Strong yield potential and great agronomic characteristics impressive. From their DNA in the lab to their health in the field, Pioneer brand A-Series and List E3 soybeans are literally like no other. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. 
bed, she goes and she lives for me. Says she lives for me, ovation. Who own motivation? She comes out and she goes down to me. And I make you smile like a Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi once again in the Element Well Studios. So, after that, after that discussion, those comments emanating from the Washington Post columnist David Ignatius, which is a little surprising to see his take on that. He was, I think, a more reasonable, clear-eyed take on what's driving this populism in Italy and in the EU in general. After that, Joe Scarborough said that these right-wing victories across Europe represent, quote, illiberal forces pushing back and fighting Western democracy. (laughs) Oh, how do they get that out of that? Just because... Because they're standing on the self-appointed moral high ground. (laughs) It's sickening, honestly. Even though they're knee-deep in debauchery and nonsense. I agree. William in Greenville on the ceasefire text line says, Gee, she is a member of the World Economic Forum. Watch out for a Trojan horse. Yeah, I hear you, William. I think that is simply, once again, I think she's the Trojan horse. Just my opinion. In the WEF. Everything I that, really don't understand why people are so fascinated by the WEF. I, they're powerless, honestly. We're going to lose our sovereignty. Yeah. Does the WEF have an army? No. They have no power whatsoever. I, I think it's good to tune in, once again, tune in and understand what their thought processes are so you can uh, guard against that and be prepared to respond. So, But I, but I hear you. Let's see. Being an industrial giant, says Paul in Meridian, I assume that what you're saying there, Paul, is that this uh, Prime Minister Maroney advocates for Italy achieving its, its optimum economic strength. I think that's what you're saying, and that's what they fear. That's what the left fears. Uh, so many times we've discussed it. There's no policies in this country coming from the Biden administration or Democrats that are supply-side oriented, that promote growth, none. Everything is about, how can we carve up the pie more and take from this group, give to that group, in the name of equity? Ah, he says MAGA. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think it's fair to say that Make America Great Again, that an element of that is being, is, is... ensuring that this country achieves its maximum economic potential. Totally agree with that. Yeah, I know, we know, uh, William, what the WEF goal is. We get that. But as Rhino says, they have no power, they have no army, they have no control. And uh, when leaders succumb to that and start implementing policies that cede our sovereignty, or in the case of Italy, I just don't see Prime Minister Maroney doing that, and I, I got to tell you, if that happens, she's out. She's gone. She won't get reelected. Clearly, that's not what the people want. You heard Ignatius' uh, analysis, where he said, yeah, they, want, they don't want to be ruled by Brussels, the EU. That's absolutely true. That's what they're pushing back on. So... I see this as positive. I see this a bit as a bit of a harbinger for the attitude and the sentiment 
that's starting to take hold in this country. People are sick of it. I, I still don't understand what fascinates the left with all these goofy leftist policies. I, I really don't. Laziness. I think a lot of it is that. It doesn't make them wealthier. It, it, it cedes power to a concentrated few. And these people, even in the college level, that it is, it is disturbing the rate at which they are supporting and embracing socialism. You know what? It's not, that's not really what they want. What they want is what I call transferism. They don't want to give up any freedom. Right? That's not really what they want. No, I want my freedom. I just want your stuff. I don't want to have to work for it. I don't want that delayed gratification. I don't want that can-do attitude. I don't want that hard work. I don't want to have to get the math problems right. I just want your stuff. Make it easy on me. That's what's going on. It's transferism. It's instant gratification. That's what they want. Which is just doesn't work that way in the real world, but certainly that's what they seek. Just a bit of a different take on that. Like I said, it's that it's incumbency. It really is. Too easy. It's easy to say that from the comfort, right, of your well-appointed dorm room or apartment while you're in college. Help me, I'm so oppressed as I type on my iPhone. <laughs> exactly. Drinking $8 lattes. It's time for a break My here. avocado toast wasn't quite crisp enough. <laughs> so crazy. We're going to take a break right here. we got Super Talk News, Fox News. I think we've got an update. Uh, Commissioner Dane Maxwell's coming in at 11.37. The hearing going a little longer than expected. Grant Callen at 12.05. We're coming right back. Shining star for you to see what your life can truly be. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Hurricane Ian is due to pass by the Florida Keys today and approach the state's west coast tomorrow is a major dangerous storm. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. There's still uncertainty with where that exact landfall will be, uh, but just understand the impacts are going to be far, far broader uh, than just where the eye of the storm happens to make landfall. The storm is expected to cause flooding from Florida to South Carolina. Fake news about Ukraine is spreading on social media. Facebook's parent company, Meta, says it stopped a Russian propaganda effort that it alleges involved more than 1,600 fake Facebook accounts and more than 60 fake websites that it says contained links to Russian propaganda and disinformation about Ukraine. Fox's Jeff Manasso. Consumer confidence is up two months in a row, according to the Conference Board Business Research Group. That's after three months of it going down. America's listening to Fox News. Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to living your best life. Hotty toddy. 
If recent hailstorms have invited the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, Lurk the Leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit LoseTheLeak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to the Super Talk Mississippi News. Following a letter in which the Department of Justice revealed that it's willing to file an action against Jackson under the Safe Drinking Water Act, Mayor Chokeway in Tarlamumba has ensured residents of Mississippi's capital city that he plans to work with the federal government to address the city's ongoing water crisis. Uh, I want to be clear uh, that we have a shared vision of success. Uh, we have shared priorities over safe drinking water for our residents. Uh, and we believe that we can move collaboratively in an aim to ensure that our residents uh, are able to maintain the reliability and the safety within our drinking water system. The letter from government officials says that Jackson needs to be willing to address a handful of violations, including the near 300 bull water notices that have been issued across the city over the last two years alone. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Welcome to Doghouse Living. Our guest is Bob and his wife, Jenny, who started this craze. Well, you know, while digging, I hit a gas line and blew up our house. Well, Bob, I am just blown away. No pun intended, of course. Why wouldn't you just call 811? So, the takeaway, folks, to stay out of the doghouse, call 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. As Mississippi State gears up to take on Texas A&M and former Ole Miss assistant DJ Durkin this Saturday, head coach Mike Leach says he expects to see a lot of the same out of Durkin's defense. Just pretty similar, you know. They a lot of zone. Uh, they they like a lot of zone. They'll they change the front some, and then it's, it's very fundamental, which I think is a strength. Both teams are 3-1 and one on the season. Kickoff is set for 3 p.m. in Startville. And a 16-year-old fugitive wanted on the Mississippi Gulf Coast has been located 200 miles away. Javion Latuan Mark Washington, who is wanted for three counts of burglary, as well as two counts of aggravated assault with a firearm, has been arrested in Vicksburg and will soon be transported back to Harrison County. With Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell. 
Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays, hour two of the program, Super Talk Mississippi, live from the Element Well Studios. Rhino back in the studio. So the old kangaroo is driving me crazy. The market started out in the green, futures in the green, opened up in the green, up as much as 320 or so points pre-market. Now the Dow in the red. Looking at the intraday chart, over 400-point swing in a couple of hours. But the bump, honestly, there was no news. It, it was just, I think, bouncing from these uh, depressed days we've had of recent. So the Dow down now, 70, uh, down 79. The NASDAQ up 23. S&P hanging in there at 36.50. Down 469. We've busted through the June lows on the S&P. We yesterday officially entered bear market territory on the Dow. So that means the bulls are in hiding, essentially, not buying. It's a tough one. And, I, you know, Americans across this country that are contemplating and looking forward to retirement. That's who I'm most concerned about. I don't like, obviously, any negative outcome on the Dow and in the markets where a lot of people have their money parked, a lot of folks are saving for retirement and their 401k plans, etc. But if you're young enough, you got time. I think this is a function of what I honestly believe is really bad policy on the part of Jay Powell. In fact, I think he should be terminated. 
But it's the people that are, are looking forward to and, and at retirement at or just prior to retirement age have worked their rears off their whole lives. They're ready to sit back and enjoy it. And they're looking at those accounts saying, I don't think I can do it yet. And that's real. That's a real problem. It's happening. But you don't get anything out of this administration, and especially Karine Jean-Pierre, who may be the most incompetent White House press secretary in the history of this great nation. Now, I know there are those out there, Rhino, if you said that, well, you're just racist. Right? That's the knee-jerk reaction. You're homophobic. No. I don't she's ca- just an idiot. Right. I don't care if she's green with a polka dot. I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm just... I'm analyzing and evaluating and scoring her performance. I don't care about her physical attributes. That's what the left doesn't get. They want to make everything about that. They believe that they derive some sort of perverse power from that. And, and it's true. People are fearful of being labeled. And if there are folks out there listening to me, they want to label me that way, go right ahead. You don't know me, if that's the case. It ain't got nothing to do with that. And until you understand that reality, then you're just full of crap at the end of the day. That's why leftists bend over backwards to try to inject implicit bias and systemic rate. It's because it's the only foundation they can build their crap on. The one I love. It's, it's unconscious bias. You you really don't know it. You're biased. You just don't know it. Right. We're not all 13-year-olds. Exactly. So, for the record, if this were a white male, I'd be saying the same thing if they behave this way and they perform this way. That's why we poke fun at Sean Spicer. It was terrible. No Spicy! <laughs> it was terrible. No doubt about it. But this lady's terrible. She's terrible. She doesn't know what the heck she's talking about. And you can tell when the words come out of her mouth. It's so clear, just, I think, just observing her gestures and her body English. I really don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just told that i got to tell you that, so to, so, to, uh, so to speak. That shouldn't be that way. But there are now predictions, just speaking about, thinking about our economic conundrum, there are now predictions that Americans in the Midwest and the Northeast are going to be facing $1,000 utility bills, $1,000, to heat their homes. It's supposed to be, it's predicted to be a colder than average winter. Energy costs are on the rise. And get this, a report, recent report from a Bank of America says that 20% of U.S. households have missed or made a late payment on their utility bill in the last month. The last month. That means they're opening up those bills and they're seeing the cost, the amount. They're sticking it in the, I gotta wait, to be paid pile almost daring the utility companies to cut them off. Of course, we know in the city of Jackson, they don't do that. They don't even know who owes them and how much they owe them, honestly. 
But 20% of households? Is there no concern about that? Here's what I hope. You know, there's a, a rather tight and contentious U.S. Senate race in the great state, state of New Hampshire. It is amongst the first to experience the coldness of winter. Let's hope that they experience it and see those bills before November 8th. Seriously, that could, because you know people have short memories, you know that, when they walk into those, when they cast their ballot, they go to the precincts, a lot of, a lot of times it was someone who can vote in either direction, which you get in states like that, they are influenced directly by what's going on that day, most recently in their lives. And if they've just opened up that bill, I think it will be an influencer. Now, Biden and company want to tell you it's Ukraine, it's Putin, it's Russia. And there's some of that involved, no doubt. But this nation is blessed with abundant gas resources and other and oil and other energy resources. We can't, we can't use it. And you know what I think Georgia Maloney recently elected vice, uh, excuse me, president, prime minister of Italy. I got Kamala on the brain, <laughs> vice president. What I think she has said that bothers the left more than anything is, I will not worship and genuflect at the altar of the left's idols. There are two of them. Race and climate change. That's it. Race and climate change. They worship it. They're enamored with it. And if you're not, you're a fascist. You're a threat to democracy. We can expect rage any minute from you. That's crazy. That's where we are in this country, though. That's why we can't have any meaningful discussions about truly addressing our, our most serious, dire problems. Because we just go to the corners and you get that kind of rhetoric. By the way, old Joe Manchin is now finding that he doesn't have a lot of support for his permitting process. The, uh, the West Virginia deal that he was trying to cut when he supported the Inflation Reduction Act. He was convinced he was going to get broad support for pipeline and permitting in his state. He's getting pushback. They're wanting to, to include this in the continuing resolution necessary to fund the government for the duration of the year that's presently being debated on the Hill. He's finding Mitch, he's mad at Mitch McConnell. I can't honestly believe that Mitch McConnell is opposing him on this. It's a little out of character for Mitch. Mitch got rolled, as we've talked about, by supporting the CHIPS Act and the Infrastructure Act. But basically, Manchin is surprised. They're not supporting me. Well, because you sold out, you fool. That's why. And so now he's saying, well, then, these people, they're just not for streamlining the permitting process to produce more American energy. That's, that's his talking point. That's what he's saying. Man, looking at uh, this chart here of U.S. cities with the priciest utility bills, top of the list, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, average bill 521 bucks. 
top 15 or so goes down to Albuquerque, New Mexico, 363. But these are the cities with the priciest utility bills. It really is amazing that we have an administration that just seems to be tone deaf on it. When we come back, we got some sound from old Corrine Jean-Pierre. Her take on whether or not Americans are safe in American cities. That, when we return, we're in the Element Well Studios on Midday. Stay with us. Don't just get a job, get a career with great salary and benefits. The Mississippi Department of Corrections has just increased your salary by 10%. If you qualify, you can be a corporal, sergeant, captain, or major with base salaries ranging from over $36,000 to over $47,000. Add to that retirement medical benefit packages up to $17,000 more, all with paid-on-the-job training not far from where you live. Visit MDOCMS.gov to apply today. That's MDOC.MS.gov. Your next deal on wheels is at Pinnacle Motors. Head on over to Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon for that no-hassle experience on your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Corvette, we have those too. And grab that trailer to pull that four-wheeler, ATV, or tractor as well. Financing warranties and we'll buy your vehicle too. Pinnacle Motors is the place for you. Visit us online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We're taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, 
the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Johnny was a schoolboy when he heard his first Beatles song. Love me do, I think it was, but from there it didn't take him long. Got himself a guitar, used to play every night. Now he's in a rock and roll outfit and everything's alright. Don't you know? Welcome back, everyone. Midday's a little bad co. Bad company bumping us into this segment here in the Element Well Studios. We thank you so much for joining us. So Gary in the Berg says, what are we doing out there knocking around an asteroid? What if it belongs to the Klingons or to the Borg? Do we want to tee off those people? We better watch out. I hear you, Gary. Ed in the Delta says, look up the definition of fascism, and it sounds a lot more like the Democratic Party than Republicans. Well, there's no doubt it's, it's gaslighting uh, to the nth degree. And, and I, I think it's just because it's all they got. What, what you think about this president that has been in office now, and Democrats have controlled both houses for coming up on two years, what what do you what do you boast about as accomplishments? I mean, serious question. What would you think they boast about? I mean, really? The most recent, the the misnamed Inflation Reduction Act that's actually fighting climate change. That seems to be what they're harping on the most. No doubt, uh, they they are pointing to what they view as significant legislative accomplishments. That being one of them. But it's kind of hard to wrap your head around exactly what is that, because I don't think people are buying it. I think people are starting to realize, you know, this thing really isn't going to achieve what it is purported to achieve, which is bringing the cost of living down. I mean, just listen to what Senator Klobuchar has to say about it. And two, you've got leaders in Congress uh, like um, uh, Senator Schumer and uh, Speaker Pelosi, as well as their Republicans that want to work with them, where we have been able to step by step by step push these bills through. And so um, I think so many times people counted us out, but we want to make clear we've got the backs of the American people. And while we have clear disagreements, we don't want, if the Republicans take charge, a number of them have been talking about our abortion ban. You guys know that. You featured on the show. That's why we've got to win this midterm. We just did something about climate change for the first time in decades. That's why we've got to win this as that hurricane bears down on Florida. we got to win in the midterms. Oh, it's the Republicans' fault that we have a hurricane bearing down on Florida. So if you vote for Democrats, they'll stop all hurricanes. (laughs) That's what I heard. That and the, and the abortion narrative, right? They are really trying to ride that. But that's not an accomplishment. That's what I'm trying to get to. What is the accomplishment? You pass this bill that you're saying is, you know, the biggest investment ever by the government in climate change. I just don't think that's a winning strategy. Most people just aren't, aren't feeling that, right? So that's what you're touting? That's what you're selling? 
And then this hyperbole, this, this, uh, this nonsense about the abortion ban and this, this fear-mongering about that. Next, they want to ban same-sex marriage and interracial marriage, and they want to control everything that goes on in your bedroom and all that sort of stuff. It's radical. They don't want to kill babies. How dare them? What's wrong with them? It's incredible. But seriously, from, let's think from an economic perspective. What have they done to improve your household finances? That's the question. That's the question every Republican should be asking. What have they done that? What have they done to allow you to be more involved in your children's education? What have they done there? What have they done to address the, the rampage of crime sweeping the nation? What have they done there? What have they done to secure the border and to keep this onslaught? And by the way, the people who are getting rich under Joe Biden are the cartels. That's who's getting rich. They're licking their chops every time they talk about it. It's incredible. We may have some sound here, uh, Rhino, from Corinne Jean-Pierre about what she says uh, regarding the safety in American cities. President Biden think America's big cities are safe. Can you say more? Well, we know that thefts and robberies are up about 20% in the first half of this year, so I'm wondering if he thinks America's big cities are safe. Are you talking about the New York Times story specifically? Or yeah, is that what you're referring to? The murder rate is still 30% above its 2019 level. They're all from the Council on Criminal Justice. So uh, we've seen some high profile examples of this. The uh, Washington commander's running back was being mugged, he got shot. Uh, Karen Bass, member of Congress, had her house robbed. These are high profile people. So should everyday Americans who are not in the public eye feel safe. So I'll, I'll say this, um, that same story also uh, stated that the crime is complicated and multifaceted. Uh, look, this is a president uh, who has secured historic funding uh, to make sure that uh, law enforcement has what it needs, uh, especially, and he was able to do this uh, in the face of opposition from Republicans. During a time uh, where, uh, where he inherited a rising crime rate from the previous administration, the president put forth the American Rescue Plan, and in that very in that very plan, uh, there was uh, more than $300 billion uh, to go to local uh, local states and local cities uh, to make sure that they were able to hire law enforcement law officers. They were able to hire, um, you know, firefighters. They were able to hire people that were critical uh, to their needs as they were dealing with a pandemic. Republicans voted against that. So I guess just the original question, does President Biden think America's big cities are safe? It is not. It is not a. Um, it is not a yes or no question. It is very much a question of what has he done. That's how we see the question: is what has he done to make sure that cities, and it doesn't matter if it's a big city or a small city, it doesn't matter if it's in a red state or a blue state. What matters is that we have the funding and we have done the work, put the policy forward uh, to make sure that these cities, whether it's big or small, have what they need to protect their community, and that's what this president has done. It's, it's lies, and I'll explain why. The money allocated to municipalities could be used for capital expenditures by law enforcement agencies. Could be. Many chose not to. A few have. You know what uh, the most common 
purchase has been? Drones, tasers, rifles, but no people. That's what they don't get. But none of that matters if you've got these woke DAs They just let them out, just a revolving door. Or you've got states like Illinois and obviously other municipalities and jurisdictions as well that are implementing these no-bail policies and just letting them go free, arrest them, let them go free. But she never answered the question. That's what is so frustrating. She never said yes or no, the president thinks American cities are safe. Well, the president gave money, but the Republicans voted against it. Everything is always the president. He just wrote checks everywhere, dropped money all over the place. We don't have it. And it resulted in rampant, historic inflation. Oh, but the president gave them money to buy rifles and cars and automobiles. Can't use it to hire people. The question is, why are people joining the ranks of law enforcement? Because they don't get any respect. They got no backing from the likes of Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, who basically dismisses the notion that there's even a crime problem. And Eric Adams in New York, no crime? What are you talking about? Kathy Hochul, if you don't subscribe to our values, you just move the governor of New York. It's rampant. To our south in New Orleans, in the city of Jackson, other areas nearby. It's a problem. It's a big old problem. You got the goofy Latoya of uh, mayor of New Orleans spends thirty grand on first class flying around. Oh, I'm the mayor. I gotta fly first class. And nobody will demand that she pay it back. But her city's safe. Didn't they just put a statue up, some big hair pick or something? Remember oh, yeah. that? We did. Spent money on that. It's just unbelievable. It's just, it's so frustrating that the response from the president of these, these United States, and she stands in for it. That's her, that's her job. She's supposed to represent and reflect his positions, his views, communicate on his behalf. And she never answered that question. You probably saw, folks, the uh, the Wawa supermarket. They got ransacked, mobbed. You see that? Unbelievable. Did you see the person that was at the sandwich counter? That's where the video was from. And while it's going on, the, the person making the sandwich says, we got to wait a while. You're not going to make my sandwich? Are you kidding me? They're blowing up the place. At least she was trying to still be a legal customer. <laughs> trying to buy the Trying sandwich. to buy it. That's right. We're coming right back. Stay with us. On the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high to 81. Tonight, clear skies and cool, low around 56. Your Wednesday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 79. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 53. And for your Thursday, sunny conditions, high only to 79. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. 
In Mississippi, fall means cooler temperatures, football, and hunting season. It also means amazing rebates from Browning Safe Company. But not just any rebate. Triple rebates. Security Joe with Discount Gun Safe says it's time to save big now on a new Browning Safe for your home or office. From now till the end of September, purchase a new in-stock Browning Safe and receive a rebate for $150, $225, or $300. That's triple the savings on Mississippi's number one choice of gun safes. Just think of what you can do with that extra money. Come visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, and browse from over 200 safes. Planning on building a safe room in your next dream house? Check out the Browning fire-rated and FEMA-approved vault door on display at Discount Gun Safe. If you need your new safe delivered and installed, their licensed and discreet delivery can do it for as little as $100. That's Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. you mind your own business mind my own business what's that supposed to mean no i was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes insurance changes regulations that are being passed down to business owners i don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations i know it seems like all i do is handle employee related problems you know i hear people lease can help how can they help people lease can handle our payroll taxes employee benefits and workers compensation they even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. Following a letter in which the Department of Justice revealed that it's willing to file an action against Jackson under the Safe Drinking Water Act, Mayor Chokwe and Tarlamumba has ensured residents of Mississippi's capital city that he plans to work with the federal government to address the city's ongoing water crisis. Uh, I want to be clear uh, that we have a shared vision of success. Uh, we have shared priorities over safe drinking water for our residents uh, and we believe that we can move collaboratively in an aim to ensure that our residents uh, are able to maintain the reliability and the safety within our drinking water system. The letter from government officials says that Jackson needs to be willing to address a handful of violations, including the near 300 bull water notices that have been issued across the city over the last two years alone. Swing into the Sanderson Farms Championship for a good time and a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Children's of Mississippi to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits each year. Last year, $1.5 million were raised for Children's of Mississippi, and more than $300,000 were raised for over 60 additional Mississippi charities. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson. 
This place right here, this is Seaspire Country. It's where Matt's sister scheduled her wedding on a college football Saturday. But luckily, he's a man with a plan. A wireless plan with blazing fast 5G, so he can stream the game right on his phone. One eye on the nuptials. I now pronounce you man and wife. The other on the action. Yes! Welcome to Seaspire Country, where champions reign. 5G not available in all areas. Capable device required. Visit seaspire.com for details. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi live from the Element Well Studios. Joining us now, Southern District Commissioner of the Mississippi Public Service Commission, Dane Maxwell. Mr. Commissioner, how you doing today, sir? Good, sir. How you doing? Doing great. So, uh, my understanding is, in, in uh, perusing your website last week, the PSC website, you guys had a hearing public hearing scheduled for this morning at 10 a.m. to discuss these uh, new net metering rules recently adopted by the PSC. Can you give us an update on that? Well, not not really a, a lot transpired. We did have some good people talk to us and give us their opinions and things, so the public comments was, was really good. Uh, we had about 20 people there. They gave some good comments, and then um, we took it we took it under advisement. Hmm. Okay. So uh, give us a little background. I, I shared this with the audience last week. Best I could tell, there was uh, uh, some money available, right, uh, to install solar panels, rooftop solar panels. And within that pool of money, 50%, as I recall, was carved out specifically for low-income households, low-income communities. And then uh, as part of the net metering rules where the, the utility companies essentially purchase back excess power generated uh, by residents, there was actually a premium assigned to households, uh, again, that fit into that low-income category. I want to say 250% of the federal poverty level was the threshold there. Did, did I accurately describe that? You did. And uh, we, uh, we had that discussion just... Uh, the other two commissioners voted for it. I didn't vote for it simply because with the rates that are going up now, uh, those subsidies would be paid on the backs of the other rate payers. Right. And it wouldn't be, wouldn't be free money. Uh, they would have to, they have the right to get their money back. So they would be paying $3,000 to each person that did it 
along with an, an uh, a rate that would uh, you know that would be uh, profitable for them to make money off the system, hmm. and just just this doesn't sell set well with me when we're in hard times like this. People are already having time, hard time paying their power bills. And they're, they're going to keep going up. With the costs associated nationally with the sh- short supply chain that we have, um, all aspects of, of what we have in our life because of this administration is going to cause these to rise. And I'm certainly not interested in doing anything to contribute to adding to the fire, uh, so to speak, yeah. because my job is to try to lower the rates and keep them, the utilities functioning safe. And, uh, and so that's the reason that I, that I voted the way they did, that I did. So these, these subsidies, uh, I think you, you stated it was $3,000, right, per household available to a household right. to install rooftop solar panels. What's the source of funding of that, Commissioner? People like utility, I mean, uh, energy, they would have to pay that. Okay. And, then it, and then they would have to raise the rates to offset that. I see. They're going to have to push money back. And I see. they're going to be giving away free money to these people, and, and the other ratepayers are going to be paying for it. So it's like, you know, you got 0.01 or 2% of the people with solar. And I don't even think it's that. I think it's like 0.001% is solar. And then this is going to drive interest because it pays them to do it. But uh, when they get their rates up, uh, it's all going to be funded back by energy. And, you know, they're just going to have to raise the rates over their cost of subsidies. Well, was this idea, did it emanate from Entergy, from the utility company, or is this uh, something that the PSC came up with? Well, not the whole PSC, but the other commissioners were interested in getting it done, and and this is how it all worked out with the utilities. And the utilities initially filed a lawsuit to try to prevent it from happening, um, but now they seem to have... uh, change that, and so we're just going to have to see how it plays out. Well, I'm assuming then that the PSC is uh, is empowered with this sort of authority where the, they can just, I guess, uh, in, implement some sort of rules, some sort of policy that requires the utility companies to to engage in this, this subsidy practice, this subsidy program. You just you get you go to them, the PSC says, hey, you guys gotta pay households three thousand dollars if they uh, meet the qualifications in, with respect to installation of solar panels. It's crazy. And uh, you know, we'll look at doing some legislation after this. Uh, like I said, they they outvoted me. We'll see where it goes. You know me, I'm on I'm gonna be all over this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's an, yeah. it's an expense to the utility companies that they're going to try to recover, as you indicated, and they're going to do that in the form of, of increasing their rates, but then they got to get permission from your organization to do that. Well, they're going to – they pass this rule. It, it's, it's sitting out there now. With the, you know, we'll see what happens. There, there's, it's going back and forth, but – 
the reality is, is this is just a bad rule and it creates um you know it, it creates a problem problem for us giving out free money and let's be honest you know this whole we're doing it for the low income families i mean you know it you can't go you, a low income family can't go out and pay $60,000 for a set of solar panels and even with the rebates, they can't afford it. It's not going to go to the, the, the poor people aren't going to benefit from this at all. Yeah, they we tell you it's going to, but I don't know. I, I can't. I, I don't have $60,000 to put solar panels on my house. Yeah, I hadn't priced it, and I'll take your word for it. I know it's not cheap. I mean, so here's the deal. It's 250% of the federal poverty level. A family of four, that's about $62,000 a year of household income. You're talking about uh, the equivalent of their entire annual household income as an investment in solar panels. I'm thinking that a family of four that's 250% of the FPL has got a lot of other things to be worried about than solar panels. We got bigger problems, but I can tell you that there's a reason there's only a handful of people in Mississippi that have them. Uh, and, and those people are embracing this rule simply because they get, they get an, uh, elevated rate back. So they're making, yeah. they're not only reducing their power bill, but they're making money off of it. Yeah. We don't need to buy any retail power from anybody. We're, we're uh, we have an abundance of power now. If we need any, we go to the market and we get it wholesale. This is just not a smart business decision. Hmm. Well, so really, it sounds like though, Commissioner, the the only way to address this issue is with legislation. That's that's going to be the next step. Now that I'm also looking at the solar for schools. Yeah, that's something that they brought up. I'm going to be watching that. And, and see what they bring to me on that, and um, I'll let you know how that works out. Um, we can. My interest is to is uh, on the solar for schools. What I would say is the the money that they saved. If we do this for schools, the money that saved that school saves, it's going to have to go back into a fund for teacher pay raises. Yeah, that's the only way I'm going to do it. Okay. I get it. That that sounds reasonable. And look, I don't I don't think you do either. But I don't have any aversion to to renewable energy sources and and use of solar panels. If someone wants to do that, I I have a concern when the government steps in. Just as this uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which is really nothing but a, a green energy bill, the uh, the left's dream, if you will, recently passed at the federal level. It's got subsidies in it for installation of solar panels and hot water, electric hot water heaters, and and upgrading electrical panels to accommodate yep. more electrical uh, devices and and systems in the house. It's already got all that in it. I, I don't really, I guess, get why the state of Mississippi had to get involved and layer on the. Well, and, and that's really just a big subsidy. It's a giveaway. It's a Green New Deal program. They even said that in the hearing today. Uh, several oh, people said, okay. you know, part, part of the Green New Deal. And, you know, I'm, I'm not supporting that either. And like I said, the Solar for Schools, we'll look and see how that plays out. Sure. But if it benefits the teachers where we can give them more money, yeah. then I'll, I'll be supporting that. Yeah. Short of that, I'm not supporting any of it, and we'll be working on legislation across the street.
All right. Oh, well, when this is over. Well, we appreciate you coming on. I know that it was a tight schedule. Appreciate you accommodating us. And uh, I know we'll be talking to you more about this. Uh, Commissioner Dane Maxwell, the Southern District Public Service Commissioner in Mississippi. Thanks for coming on, Dane. Oh, thanks for the invite. I appreciate you. You got it. We'll step aside for a break right here, another segment. And then after the top of the hour, it's Empower Mississippi founder and CEO Grant Callen. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High, Callaway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Callaway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. U.S. farmers right now are in good economic position. However, macroeconomic challenges remain, while the war in Ukraine has further wrecked supply chains and put increasing expectations on the U.S. farmers to increase production of crops such as wheat. Despite higher price inputs, interest rates, and inflation, overall conditions for Midwest farmers right now are stronger than they were before the pandemic, according to Nate Kaufman, an economist for the Omaha branch of Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City. Before the pandemic, agriculture was facing prolonged periods of economic stress and challenges with trade. Fast forward, incomes are incredibly high despite more expensive input costs. Land values are 25 to 30 percent higher than before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, economists worried about an uptick in loan default rates, and now loan delinquencies are at an all-time low. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi, Agri-News Network. Have you ever heard the expression, beans are beans? If you were in this room, you wouldn't agree. I'm in an area called trade integration at Pioneer. What's the trade being integrated? The Enlist E3 trade for soybeans. And what's it being integrated with? Ah, that's the really big news. The Enlist E3 trade is now integrated with Pioneer's own exclusive elite genetics. 
It's called Pioneer Brand A-Series Enlist E3 Soybeans. And there's no other soybean in the business like it. It has all the advantages of being part of a superior weed control system, similar to other soybeans. What those other soybeans don't have is exclusive Pioneer genetics that's designed for high yield potential and strong defensive traits. So at first glance, yes, beans are beans. They may all look the same, but their differences show up at harvest. Pioneer brand A-Series and List E3 soybeans, like no other. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So on the ceasefire text line, Carol in Starkville says, The globalists want complete opposite of what this country was founded on. Freedom, Christianity, government by and for the people, self-reliance, independence. Aaron from Madison says, And I thought the last press secretary was an idiot. Well, she was, but this one is terrible. You know, I actually thought Jen Psaki was good. I didn't agree with her. And she fumbled around a lot as well, but she didn't project, I guess, that I really don't know what I'm saying, <laughs> and I don't agree with what I'm saying, and I have no idea if it's right or wrong. The one we have now does. I mean, she's just completely clueless about everything. Jen, of course, we played this yesterday, Rhino. She went to, was on Meet the Press this past Sunday, and she was asked her thoughts about the coming midterm elections, and she said if Democrats can successfully make the issue radicalism, then they win. But if it is a referendum on her former boss's performance, they lose. She indicted, essentially, her former boss. So you have to give her credit for being honest. I actually think that's an accurate assessment. If the Democrats, with all the fear-mongering about MAGA Republicans and abortion and take your rights away and the end of democracy and fascism and all that nonsensical hyperbole. So you mean like the breathless reporting of students in Northern Virginia schools walking out because of the proposed trans rights rules? You read my mind. I literally was about to talk about that. Can you believe that? That's where we are. And what this has to do with, folks, is students across Virginia plan to walk out protesting uh, excuse me, Governor Glenn Youngkin, his transgender student policies. Now, this is what's crazy. They call them transgender policies. They insert the word transgender in there. And and so they're scheduled to walk out. I thought today. Yeah, there are videos going around, and twenty I, schools. I once right? again go back to the point I've made several times about why the heck should we care 
that kids are walking out of school. They're high school students been given an excuse to get out of class and show their rear. That's right <laughs> up their alley. They're going to do it no matter what they agree with it or not. Because no they're getting out it. of class. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. It's like anything, right? You live for that. Something different from the routine. So, <laughs> the transgender policies... <laughs> It makes it sound like it's so oppressive. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the way they they term it. Oh, it's it's <laughs> radical transgender policies. So this is it. It just says you got to use facilities like restrooms and locker rooms that are consistent with the sex you were assigned at birth with. And teachers under these policies would need written permission from a student's parents to address the student using a different name or a different pronoun or allow the student to change their name on school forms. I mean, what's so radical about that? Shouldn't the parents know? What's crazy is, there's some parents that were fully embracing this stuff. And that's something else that honestly should be of concern to every American is the way this radical gender ideology and this transgenderism movement is just embedding itself in America's institutions, and particularly most disturbing in some of the nation's most preeminent children's hospitals. Now, the covers being blown on that and they're working overtime to scrub all that information. That's what really bothers me, to get all that information off their websites, including videos, including videos that uh, these institutions are publishing, where they're essentially advertising their extremely lucrative gender transition care, right? That's what they call it. And they're, uh, they've produced these videos, but again, they're, they're removing them. Like, what are you hiding? Why are you so worried about this? But that, that this is happening in America's medical clinics that are, that are specifically designed to take care of children is beyond disturbing to me. And parents are into this. I don't get it. Well, it's because having a transgender kid is the new Gucci bag for suburban wine moms everywhere. I don't get it. It's extremely concerning in my view, but we, we got to pay attention to this. And a most egregious case of it, where the cover's been blown, Vanderbilt University, not far from here, with their gigantic gender-affirming care clinic and all this kind of stuff. And they're doing this on minors and promoting it, and they're making a fortune changing these children's sex at birth. We're going to take a break right here. It's time for Super Talk News and Fox News, and then Grant Callen, founder and CEO of Empower Mississippi, joins us in the Element Wealth Studios. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. More than 2.5 million people in Florida are told to move to higher, drier ground with Hurricane Ian coming. Pinellas County spokesman David Conner. Think wall of water 
uh, coming in and, and affecting those areas. Uh, and, you know, people don't have to go far. They don't have to drive to Georgia. They just need to get out of an evacuation zone. The worst weather is expected tomorrow into Thursday. Senate Democrats have a proposal to avoid a partial government shutdown this weekend. The stopgap spending bill would extend government funding into the middle of December and boost military aid for Ukraine. It also includes a provision to speed up federal permitting of energy projects like pipelines sought by West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin. That has raised climate concerns from several other Democrats, and top Republicans want the issue settled apart from a spending deal. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. The bill needs 60 votes to pass in the Senate, then approval in the House. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. At least 300,000 Floridians are being told to evacuate as Hurricane Ian travels north towards Florida's west coast. Tampa resident Austin Albury is encouraging his fellow residents to also leave the area. If you're not a veteran at this and you don't know that your house is 100% ready for this, just go take shelter elsewhere and be safe. You know, I know everybody says it, it's a cliche, but you know, you, you can't, you can buy your things again um, and everything will be all right. Just get out of here and keep yourself safe. Hurricane Ian could become a Category 4 storm before making its way to Florida as early as Wednesday. Upon landfall, residual rains and winds can be expected on the Mississippi Gulf Coast within 24 hours. And a Franklin County Schools bus driver was arrested over one week ago after being under the influence while driving 40 students to school. The bus driver, 58-year-old Rhonda Barksdale, has been charged with 40 counts of reckless endangerment and a DUI. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Call toll-free. Welcome back. We're talking to Bob and his wife about doghouse living. Well, it's okay. Our doghouse is a double wide and two stories at that. Wow. An alternative for today's high-priced homes. Really? Try having your feet hang out all winter. Yeah, it's challenging. Folks, stay out of the doghouse by calling 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Former NFL quarterback Brett Favre continues to face scrutiny over his role in Mississippi's $77 million welfare scandal. State Auditor Shad White comments. The, the money flowed 
to lease the volleyball court, according to the documents, but the volleyball court had not even been built yet. So so what this was was, in effect, a way to pay for the construction of the volleyball court, which is not allowed under TANF rules. You can't pay, can't use welfare money to build a brick-and-mortar facility. As of current, Farb has paid back the money he received for speaking engagements investigators say never happened, but not the interest. The former USM quarterback continues to deny any wrongdoing. And the 12 children who were hospitalized on Sunday after swimming in a pool at the Flowood YMCA have been released. YMCA continues to determine exactly how the incident occurred. With Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm JC Mitchell. When you listen to Super Talk, you hear our team working for you. Great information. Drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk Mississippi. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original Cajun and garlic and green onion sausages as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. All the folks in the Capital City metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply. To think deeply. And look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone hour three midday super talk mississippi live from the element well studios gerard and rhino and joining us now in the element well studios grant callen founder and ceo of empower mississippi grant thanks for coming on always glad to be here and your bumper music just never fails (laughs) that's rhino man he's got it going on he's awesome all right so here we go again We wanted to have you in to tell us the story. Charter schools, we have a charter school authorizer board here in the state of Mississippi, and uh, those organizations or individuals who seek to to be approved to form and stand up a charter school have to submit applications to the authorizer board. Five were submitted. Well, we started the year with 12, actually. Okay. They, they, Most recent. Yeah, yeah. They narrowed it down throughout the year uh, to this last five. Okay. One got approved. Four got rejected. That's right. So it sounds like the same song, another verse. What's going on here? Well, I'm proud that we got one approved. 
for the kids in Natchez, this is going to be a great new option for them. This is Instant Impact Global Prep Charter. They're going to open next fall, kindergarten through second grade. They will grow to a K-8. Look, Adams County is a community that sorely needs an education option. Um, they got a lot of good things going on, new mayor, lots of kind of in economic activity, but their school system needs uh, parents need a choice. Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a, been a struggling school system for years. So this is a great addition to Natchez. It's just sad to me that Natchez is the only community that at the end of a year-long process is going to benefit. And there's so much more need, so much more demand, uh, so many more parents that want the opportunity to attend a charter school, especially in DNF-rated districts, Yeah, which is, uh, you know, charters have to be in failing districts or else get permission from the school district. Um, so it was, it's a mixed bag yesterday, uh, mostly disappointment that we didn't uh, approve more schools to give parents options for their kids. Yeah, I, I agree. It is disappointing, and uh, I think, uh, for for the benefit of our audience, tell us about the authorizer board. How many individuals serve on that board? Who appoints them, et cetera? Yeah. The structure. And, it, and it's worth remembering how we got here. So the charter board was created uh, by the charter legislation that passed in 2013. And right. you got to remember, why were charter schools created at all? Uh it's because we have for years and years struggled to give parents uh, education options. We've struggled with uh, our public school system, certainly in parts of the state more than others. And there was a decade-long debate at the legislative level and across the state about we've got to do something to help particularly parents in struggling parts of the state have more options. And it was a big fight. It was uh, a tough fight. But legislative leaders passed in 2013 the Charter Authorizing Act, which created this seven-member charter board. And it has three appointments by the governor, three appointments by the lieutenant governor, one appointment by the superintendent of education. It's a seven-member board. And they are the um, oversight. They are the board that oversees whether we have a healthy charter sector or not. And... Look, I, I have been critical of this charter board over the years. Um, over 80% of those applying to open charters have been rejected. We only have eight charters operating in the whole state. This Natchez school would be number nine. Um, during that same period of time, Arizona approved over 200 schools. 200 schools. One of the most progressive with respect to charter While schools and school choice. Right. We've done eight. They've done 200. Um, but I will say uh, it, it would be unfair to criticize the entire board because if you watch the debate yesterday, there was a rigorous disagreement at the board level about whether to approve more schools. And um, at least two of the applicants – that were ultimately denied were denied in a 4-3 vote, but there was a passionate um, advocate that, you know, there were members on the board that were advocating for um, some of the other applicants that they ultimately didn't have the votes, but um, there's growing support on that board for seeing more students have the opportunity to attend a charter school. And, you know, some of the board members said things like, um, if we don't 
open a school in one of these failing districts, it's not a matter of whether these students are going to have a you know a world class high quality school to attend or a charter. It's a matter of a broken, chronically underperforming district public school or a charter. So it's not even a fair choice. What we're asking the board is to give a school founder, an entrepreneur, the chance to demonstrate that they can improve the educational future for these kids in chronically struggling parts of the state. So I guess the question is, you had five uh, recently, these five, one got approved, four didn't. It, does it really rooted in and grounded in the decision, the the quality of the application, and just the vision and the opportunity, uh, in general, or is it maybe got something to do with where they would be located? I, I'm concerned about that. If there's some influence there, you know, I don't know. I have not heard that there was a particular hostility towards parts of the state, regions of the state. Frankly, we've had trouble with applications from every corner of the okay. state. Um, whether you want to start them in Jackson or you want to start them, I mean, the the twelve applicants that started the year came from every corner of the state: Laurel, Columbus. Um, a couple in the Delta, in the South Delta, Clarksdale. And, you know, one of the most impressive applicants and, and one of the, the focal points of the debate yesterday was around Clarksdale Collegiate, which already operates a world class charter school in Clarksdale, has applied right. to open a high school. Okay. This would be the first charter high school in the state, and they've got some really impressive results to point to that they've already done a great job with their K their their currently K through 6 uh school and this would have given them the chance to open a high school and um would that be the first high school yeah it would have yeah, been the first high school, school in the state yeah. and let me just tell you a little bit about this school so you're talking about um a charter school that's already operating in a F-rated district of of Clarksdale Municipal, and their high school is a D-rated high school. Um, so there, it's a high need community. This is one of the the poorest communities in the state. And when Clarksdale Collegiate opened, they opened right before the pandemic. In the first year, their kindergartners scored above the local district average and above the state average. Wow. And they have continued to perform year after year. Now, part of the debate was about whether we should take into account that COVID slowed the growth in in a lot of schools. Well, even after COVID, the the test scores from Clarksdale Collegiate still outperformed the local district even this past year. So Hmm. they are demonstrating they can educate kids. And the thing that's most compelling to me, even more than test scores, parents want it. Parents are lining up to attend. In fact, they brought 20-something students and community supporters and their school leader to the meeting yesterday to give public comment, to say, we want this school in our community. And, you know, it wasn't enough to prevail upon some of these board members who felt like we should say no. So. Wow. It's it's discouraging that we're not that we're not even willing to give them the chance 
to demonstrate that they can provide kids with a world-class education. So do we have any feedback? And how does, how does the, the application process work? Is there, is there a formal structured scoring system that it is. they use? So part of the challenge is the board has decided, and they've done this since they began, uh, I think their first year in operation was 2015, maybe 2014. They have contracted with a third-party independent evaluator. Okay. And in a lot of ways, they have ceded just all authority to that third-party evaluator who looks at these applications and comes back with a recommendation Hmm. because they end up rubber stamping whatever that third party says. And that was a big part of the debate yesterday was at least three members on the board said, I I think we ought to make a decision on our own and not just Hmm. rubber stamp what a third-party national evaluator says. Yeah. You know, I don't mean to sound flippant or indifferent, but it kind of calls into question the value of even having a board. Why don't we just send the apps to the third party and let them say, okay, yeah, in or out? That's a great point. That's a great point. We're going to step aside for a break right here. We've got uh, Grant Callen, founder and CEO of Empower Mississippi. We're coming right back. We are Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Get in the swing of things at the Sanderson Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat, and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for your tickets today. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the King of Clean. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. 
The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Let the midnight special shine. CCR bumping us into this segment with the Midnight Special. Where's Wolfman Jack? Need him too, Rhino. You see that picture from Charlie from Hickory Flat? Oh, yeah. On the ceasefire text line? He came by to see me on uh, Friday when we were up in New Albany. I really appreciate that, Charlie. It was good to see you. Good to meet you in person. And I encourage everyone to come on out when we're doing these remotes. Come by and see us. We'd love to get to know you and visit with you. And put the old name with a face, as they say. So we're back in the Element Well Studios with Grant Callen, founder and CEO of Empower Mississippi. We're just talking about the disappointment in uh, the recent decisions by the Charter School Board here in Mississippi. Five uh, Recently, five applications considered. One uh, hit the mark and was approved. Four were rejected. All right, so before we went, we went out, Grant, you were saying that they pretty much hand these applications off to a third party evaluator. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, that that's fine, except, just like I said, and I'll say it again, it kind of makes you wonder, scratch your head, well, then what do we need a board for? If they always do what the third party suggests, which is just that. It's a suggestion. It's a recommendation. And if they're just going to fall in line with that and, and rule in accordance with their recommendation, I'm not sure. Why don't we just send the applications directly to the third party and say, "Hey, what do you think?" Uh, at this point, but we we got to make some progress here, and it's it's sad to me. First of all, that we have failing school districts is a problem, and I know there's still some objection in this state, even in some conservative circles, as you well know, to the concept of school choice, charter schools in particular, education scholarship accounts, because there's this there's this feeling that that essentially diverts public money to private entities, right? There's there's this... Which with charters, is it couldn't be further from the truth. That's not true. That's right. They're public schools. They, They're they public are. chartered schools. Correct. Right. Education scholarship accounts, you certainly could debate that, uh, and that's for another day and another program. But uh, there still is a pushback on charter schools, and I think there's this misconception that that is consuming and diverting money. Now, you could certainly argue that, well, if they, they peel off some of the students, 
that uh, that may in fact result in slightly less funding uh, to the actual public school from whence they came. But the, but the, the purpose of our public dollars is to educate right, children. Right. And if we are not educating children, then we ought to figure out a way to make sure the money gets to the children so they get a better education. And that is exactly what lawmakers had in mind when they created our charter school program. Um, they could have allowed charters everywhere. I support the ability for parents and, and entrepreneurs and business leaders and anybody who wants to start a charter to be able to open them anywhere. But they chose, the legislature chose to narrow the scope of where a charter school could be put to a D or an F rated district, right. which is where they're limited to today in right. practice. Um, in part because they, they recognize these are places where we don't the, the, the public system has not demonstrated that they know how to give these kids a great education, prepare them for life. Um, and so a charter is intended to go into these high-challenge, at-risk student populations and give them another alternative within the public system. And that's we're not even talking about public money going to a private school. We're talking about charter public schools that are – overseen and governed by the state of Mississippi. So right. it, it is, it's truly baffling that after the fight we had to get to where we are today, it is still so, there's still so many barriers put in front of school founders who want to start great schools. Yeah. And, and let me just tell you, so we've, we've talked about Clarksdale Collegiate, who is already operating a great school. Well, their school founder is a lady named Amanda Johnson. And Amanda Johnson is low I mean she is the picture of what we want other charter operators to be. She is a Mississippian. She is a mom. She is a former educator herself. She has worked in the KIPP Charter School Network, which is highly respected around the country. She is highly, highly regarded by national charter school experts as a rising star. Yeah. And she chose she could have opened a school in New York or California or Tennessee and she said no, I want to open a school in my community in the heart of the Mississippi Delta in Clarksdale, Mississippi because I want to help my kids and my community do better and we couldn't ask for a better founder. Yeah. And I'm proud that she was allowed to open her her K through 8 school. But to face these kind of barriers when trying to expand and open a high school for students who sorely need it just uh, is completely baffling. Hmm. I, I'm not sure what's behind it. And, and it does make you wonder, though, what differentiates the approved application for the reject, from the rejected applications? Is there a deficiency there uh, inside the application that's causing, in this case, the third-party evaluator to say, no, we can't, we can't sign off on these, can't recommend these? Well, in, in every case, there is this long list of criteria that the applicants have to meet to, to reach a threshold. And you're looking at things like the, the board makeup. You're looking mm -hmm. at things like their financial model. You're looking at their curriculum plan. You're looking at their facility plan. And they're making an evaluation on these things. But I liken it to like how many great companies that – 
are successful and thriving today, would you have been able to judge purely by their paperwork yeah. on day one that they were going to be a great company? Could you have told that, that Apple was going to be the company it is simply by their startup paperwork, their business plan? I'm not sure whether you could or not. Well, normally, certainly in the private sector and business, I have participated in countless numbers of these. We call them bake-offs, by the way, in the uh, in our industry. Yeah, you, you start out with a written plan, a written document, a response to a request for proposal or, or just specifications for a particular system, and you submit the documents uh, that uh, put forth your, your plan um, with all the details of that. But there's nothing like getting the company and company's representatives to come before the decision-makers to and, make an and, oral presentation. And more times than not, investors are ultimately making a bet on a person. No doubt about Who's going to lead that institution. And our process is overly detached and separate. And until, um, until yesterday... Amanda didn't even have a chance to come before the board, and she, she was given five minutes in a public comment to summarize all of her successes over the last couple of years. She had five minutes in a public comment. I, I would say we maybe should think about uh, changing law or, or passing law that would, in fact, require the board to hear oral presentations from every applicant. I, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with that. Well, it's it's one of the reasons we have humans as board members, so that they can sure. look at all the intelligence look at and the, the, the application and look at all the information they get and then make a bet on a person. Yeah, I totally and, agree. And I can tell you what they do in the investment community. I've done it uh, before. And uh, we're talking about writing big checks in that case, taking a whole bunch of risk. Here we're talking about the education of our children. It, it warrants, I think, uh, that sort of investigation and that sort of interaction. Tell us what Empower's doing to, to yeah. help uh, some of these applicants. So we see that we need to find more people like Amanda and grow them, develop them, coach them so that we get more applicants. Look, we had 12 interest, uh, 12 people that started the process this year. I'd love to see 50 apply a year to open charter schools in Mississippi. So we have launched this separate organization that's under the Empower umbrella called Embark. It's entirely focused on finding great entrepreneurial, risk-taking, high-quality, talented people that want to open schools, whether a charter school or a private school. And then we want to come alongside and provide coaching and investment and even a salary for the most most qualified candidates so that by the time the application deadline gets uh, upon us, we've spent a year developing and coaching and working alongside these founders so that they, uh, the applications that the board see are even stronger than we've seen today. The idea being to improve the chances and the probability of getting these things approved. we got about 30 seconds left. Tell us about the big award from last week, State Policy Network. That's right. So Mississippi received biggest win for freedom for uh, Empower and Mississippi Center for Public Policy's joint work on the 
biggest tax cut in state history, the uh, the the income tax flat tax cut that happened this past session. So it's a big win. Uh, the 50 states voted on it. And we should shout out to President of Empower Russ Latino for his uh, tireless efforts on that. Uh, Absolutely, that reform. This was that his was, baby. That was awesome. Uh, big win. Saw the photos. Congratulations. Keep up the good work. Thanks to Grant Callen, founder and CEO of Empower Mississippi, for coming on. Appreciate it. Great to be here. We'll, st- we'll step aside. We're coming. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high to 81. Tonight, clear skies and cool, low around 56. Your Wednesday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 79. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 53. And for your Thursday, sunny conditions, high only to 79. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? The new degree of comfort. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from experience. Believe me, you need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. What are the best-dressed homes wearing this fall? Miss Kelly's Furniture. Cozy up to the latest styles, from classic to contemporary and everything in between. Dress up your home and save as much as $300 and spread your payments out over five years with no money down. Play with patterns, add some drama, or just some finishing touches. With $300 off and five years special financing, updating for fall isn't just easy, it's so much fun. Happy fall, y'all, from Miss Kelly's. This is Treasurer David McRae. One out of every 10 Mississippians has unclaimed money. It's not the government's money. It's your money. And I want to help return it to you. Join Treasurer David McRae and team this Saturday, October 1st at Brandon City Hall from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. They will help you find out if you have any unclaimed money and how to claim it. To expedite your claim, be sure to bring a photo ID, a social security number, and proof of address. Other documentation may be needed. Check online to see if your name is on the list at treasury.ms.gov. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. At least 300,000 Floridians are being told to evacuate as Hurricane Ian travels north towards Florida's west coast. Tampa resident Austin Albury is encouraging his fellow residents to also leave the area. If you're not a veteran at this and you don't know that your house is 100% ready for this, just go take shelter elsewhere and be safe. You know, 
I know everybody says it, it's a cliche, but you know, you, you can't, you can buy your things again um, and everything will be all right. Just get out of here and keep yourself safe. Hurricane Ian could become a Category 4 storm before making its way to Florida as early as Wednesday. Upon landfall, residual rains and winds can be expected on the Mississippi Gulf Coast within 24 hours. And a Franklin County Schools bus driver was arrested over one week ago after being under the influence while driving 40 students to school. The bus driver, 58-year-old Rhonda Barksdale, has been charged with 40 counts of reckless endangerment and a DUI. From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi, live from the Element Well Studios. A little upbeat Eddie Money, uh, Eddie Money music there. I need more monies, by the way. Jeez, watching the dial. The ten-year up to three point nine seven five. That again is important because uh, various consumer lending instruments are directly driven by the yield on the tenure. So mortgages, automobile loans, credit cards. So this is what's so crazy if you think about it. This American Rescue Plan passed in uh, March 21 is when I believe it was signed into law, which $1.9 trillion absolutely just doused the flames of the economy with gasoline, kerosene. And while I still believe that the crazy spending uh, in, in 2020 
COVID-related spending was uh, just destined to produce inflation, I think it got an incredible boost, way beyond what we would have seen with this American Rescue Plan. That Corrine Jean-Pierre and the president run around boasting about. Unprecedented. When this president took over the economy, we had people unemployed, and the economy was really, really down and slacking and languishing. But this president took over, went to work, and he threw $1.9 trillion out of helicopters and made everything better. I mean, it's incredible. Like, wait, you're the ones who shut everything down, causing people to be unemployed and contracting the economy. You're the one that did that. Now you're bragging about $1.9 trillion to offset and counter that and recover that. It was doing fine on its own just because finally some people started lifting these stupid restrictions. And it seems like it's forever ago, Rhino, but it's but you know in 2020 we first when I first started doing the show, every day we were sharing another crazy story. Remember that was it the hairdresser in Dallas? Remember her? The, the lady who uh, owned the restaurant in L.A. was complaining, geez, we can't have anybody in our restaurant, but yet the union's making movie over here. They're jam-packed in their little tents eating and stuff. Remember that? And she was, look over here, she was showing in front of it. And uh, various owners of gyms and workout facilities, especially in the Northeast, well, yeah, you shut all that down, you fools. People lost their jobs. Now you're bragging because your policies you maintain got them their jobs back? No. We just got back to reopening these businesses. You let them go back to work. It's, it's just ridiculous how they're bragging about how that had this uh, impact of job creation. But that it's so disingenuous to even spout that kind of nonsense, and, and people lap it up somehow. Mike in Gulfport, talking about the charter school situation, says two of the schools were turned down unanimously. I guess Mike did some research on the boat. I, I haven't verified this. The others were split, and only uh, one no-vote person identified, a lieutenant governor appointment. Interesting. Just seems we are failing to get the message. Has anyone searched out what Arizona is doing? Yeah, Florida, too. Arizona and Florida have been the most aggressive with respect to education, school choice, it has been well received. It's been very successful. And I think that's what we need to be doing here in the state of Mississippi. And look, we don't want any school district to be an F district, a D district. We want them all to be A's. Our state benefits. We all succeed when the quality of our education in every district is at the A level. We should all be concerned about that. But it's not moving fast enough. And so dropping in, authorizing a charter school with someone who's got a different idea that can improve the quality of education benefits the families, the children. I thought that's what we were all about. That's what we should be doing. That's what we should be doing. But I don't know. So we're going to try to figure out what's going on there and report back on that. Very disappointing that we had five and only one approved, and it's it's way below, I know, the goal uh, of uh, those who advocate for charter schools. We're not nearly where we think we should be, 
and we got to keep working on that. So uh, let's see here. This is why we need more charter schools. And this is uh, an article about George County. You see that, Rhino, on the C Spire text line? Have to take a look at that. Failing school board in George County. Hmm. Is this the public? Is the Center for Public Policy affiliated with Empower? That a question from Ben from Madison. The answer to that is no. Other than Grant at one time was employed by the Center for Public Policy, and so was Forrest Thickpen, who is uh, on board at the uh, at Empower Mississippi. Both have um, experience working. No, but they work collaboratively, but they're not affiliated, do not share, they're not uh, organized and, and registered uh, as the same entity in the various nonprofit statuses. They have completely different boards, completely different management teams. They're, they're completely separate, independent, exclusive entities, but do support a lot of uh, uh, the same principles and, um, and, and a lot of the same policies. And so they somewhat work collaboratively. I did attend the State Policy Network event last uh, was uh, not on the program Tuesdays, you know, Mandy filled in, and that's where I was. I was at the State Policy Network event with Grant and the Empower team. It's, it's my honor to serve as the chairman of the board of Empower Mississippi. I have been since 2014, the inception of the organization. and. It's, uh, it's pretty neat getting around all these other state policy network advocacy groups that all come together for this annual meeting. And uh, we were there specifically to, um, I was asked to, to attend. I normally don't. It's not really the place necessarily for uh, a board member. There are some events oriented for them. But in general, I, I haven't. But I attended to, to meet with the Commonwealth Foundation in Pennsylvania, which is also a conservative think tank about about uh, po some possible partnerships, maybe even some some uh, funding for Empower Mississippi, and so wanted to go up there and visit with those folks. Like we were just talking about that face-to-face -face interaction, right, with their members of their board and their president, and so forth. Really enjoyed that, by the way. Um, so <laughs> one of the one of the sessions I went to, Rhino, was designed specifically for for board chairs, and it was kind of a panel discussion that had. Um, three uh, different state policy think tank organizations, their presidents and their board chairs. And they were just talking about best practices and things they've been through. And <laughs> one, of, um, one of the presidents of one of the organizations sounded a bit like us here when he got off on a rant about the indoctrination occurring in, in higher ed. And he called them communist Bees is what he called them. I mean, in front of the whole room, the communist bees. And he's right. I mean, it's true to a great extent. Our, our which, which bee? A female dog or an illegitimate child? Illegitimate child. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> em Clarify. Emphatically, he said that. And so I got to tell you, I made a beeline for him after the visit. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's sad how that's going on. Uh, and, and how somehow all this Marxism has worked itself and manifested itself into this transgender and gender transition stuff is just beyond bonkers scary to me. I don't, I don't know, folks, if 
you've been keeping up with this, but uh, these children's clinics in children's hospitals across the nation, including here at UMC, which has just opened up a brand new gender transition care clinic, and and they and it, they do it with such such a virtuous and noble sounding kind of attitude, like look how great we are, folks. We're we're here to mutilate your children's bodies. I mean that's really what it is. I saw a report. If I, if I say this right, I, I think I am, that there's like a record on the number of teens in this country that are choosing what's called top surgery. You're familiar with that, where they take a female teenager and remove their breasts? There's like a record a number of those going on. I think you're right. It's like some cool trend. It's like some trophy. Look at me. I got rid of my breast. What the hell? It's sad. It's serious. And again, you've got these physicians. I'm reading a report here in the New York Times. These physicians, they're just proud as can be. I mean, beaming with pride because they're performing these top surgeries on teenagers. It's what happens when you encourage mental illness instead of treating it. Well, that's exactly right. Final segment coming up after the break in the Element Well Studios. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. 
go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Call me old-fashioned if you want, but I believe there's something to be said for doing good, honest work. As a craft professional, I get to build the places we work in, the homes we live and play in, the roads we drive on, and more. And the best part is that I'm learning new technologies as they emerge or evolve. Hmm, maybe I'm not so old-fashioned after all. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday's final segment, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino did want to pass on that Jackson's City Council finally got their act together and has submitted their application to the Department of Environmental Quality to receive matching grant money from the state of Mississippi to invest in their water system, $35 million. They have uh, sent their plan in, so hopefully the DEQ will get on that. Uh, you know, I'd like to think maybe we had a little influence on that. Not sure. Not sure if they listened to us, but we, uh, we certainly called out from the beginning. Hey, they started taking applications September 1. Where are you? We had Senator Horn on, who represents a good bit of Jackson, a Democrat, who was in the studio and point blank asked him, where is it? As far as I know, it hadn't been submitted, Gerard. So finally they got their act together, and uh, maybe we'll get something done here. So it would be $70 million bucks to invest in it. More than nothing. Tomorrow, I got some sound we're going to play for you from uh, Chris Hayes over there at MSNBC. He absolutely just blasted in a soliloquy, a video on MSNBC Live, my home state of Mississippi, and the Republican Party in general and the conservative leadership, we're going to play it tomorrow. 
And it pissed me off. I'll just tell you, it did. Because it's just wrong. And once well, it again, is Chris Hayes. He's a loon. He is an idiot. And, and once again, it's just another situation where they're blaming the state government for the failures inside the city limits. Oh, you mean the state government that got it fixed for under $2.5 million, yet they're going to take that $70 million and do God knows what with it? That's the concern. And still, I don't know if the state has attached certain procurement requirements that we've talked about many times. You know, we've discussed Representative Fred Shanks working on legislation that essentially would prohibit consideration and preferential treatment in awarding contracts and competitive bidding based on what a vendor is rather than their experience, qualifications. Ability to do the actual job. Yep. All the above. Customer references. Experience with prior similar projects, technical expertise. All the things you would worry about as a buyer of anything. Right? And so, not the race of the person selling it to you. Though folks like Chris Hayes want you to believe that's the way we still operate here in Mississippi. Still stuck in the past. It's, it's so dead gum frustrating, the misconceptions. And this is an idiot that has never been to the state. What do you want to bet? Has no idea. But he can sit, he can sit in the, the extravagance of his MSNBC studios and his enclave with all his $8 latte-sipping liberal cohorts and throw stones at the state of Mississippi. He don't have a dang clue. It's, it's ridiculous. And uh, I'm calling him out for it. Let's see. Uh, there was something else. They are not fools. They know exactly what they're doing. That's the plan. I know a lot of people think that, and I am respectful of that opinion. I actually don't. I think that they... They believe that their policies, their actions, their hyperbole, their rhetoric, I honestly do believe they think it improves the quality of life. Yeah, you have to apply Hanlon's razor of logic. Never attribute to malice that which can be explained by stupidity or incompetence. Which is the latter, stupidity and confidence is exactly what's going on here. I mean, they really are. And all you got to do is listen to Biden and Jean-Pierre. And uh, you played Klobuchar earlier. It's incredible. And again, it's because this of these idols they have, these man-made idols of climate change and race. And everything revolves around that. They just worship it. They genuflect it. And anyone who doesn't see it their way, they're just, they're dangerous, radical fascists. That's what they're saying. This, I mean, I can't get over this uh, new prime minister in Italy, the way they're just attacking and describing her and equating her to a murderer, Benito Mussolini, who was all about himself. I just don't see that in this lady. I could be calling it wrong. I just think she's... I think she's channeling what she's seeing from her country people who are saying, we're sick of this crap.
It ain't working. Well, when everybody that's against you gets labeled fascist, you kind of have to start questioning if they understand what that means. I agree. It's been completely diluted. It doesn't even mean anything anymore. We're watching this hurricane. We're out of here today, back in the studios again tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.